Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. I come with news of stopping the cult of the dragon. Y'all kind of crowd around the letter. It says... My name is Iskender, and I made a terrible mistake in joining the Cult of the Dragon. Rescue me from the cult's clutches, and I will deliver to you the prize of prizes, the Blue Dragon Mask. Should we go talk to Varam before we leave? Yes, we can definitely arrange for you to speak with Varam. There is one more lead. You have been requested by the Wizards of Thay. Aren't, uh, aren't the Wizards of Thay bad guys? Yes. The... Wizards of Thay have been known to be helping the Cult of the Dragon in the Rise of Tiamat, but we have been approached by one such wizard, Nye Ilmich, and they give us their word that the wizards that are helping the Cult of the Dragon are exiles of... Ram, there's these guys here to see you. And a couple questions about, uh, what is it, uh, Zon- Zonthal's Tower? What are you heading there for? A letter from an Iskander. He says he can score us the blue dragon mask. Do you think it sounds like a trap? Iskander was more open to questioning what's going on. It's not unheard of for them to give those sorts of artifacts to that group at that tower. So, I mean, that checks out. Anything we need to know about this tower? It's a tower. A big open courtyard. Big open courtyard surrounded by a maze of endless things that are trying to kill you. And then some hills. You guys head back to where the airships are moored. You hear a voice from up in one of the airships, and she goes, Fuck yeah, bud! Let's go get some shit done! Yay! I'm an air pirate now! Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We are a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I am your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. Yes! I'm a smartass, and I play Thea Anastasia. Also with us, Carla Johnson. Yes, Amy is a smartass, <laughs> and I play new Lara Moonbrook. You're supposed to give a descriptor of yourself. <laughs> Last but not least, Tom Laird. Yes, Amy is the smartest smartass, and I play Flint Firebeard. That backfired on me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you didn't see it coming. No, I didn't. But knowing the crowd, you Walked probably right should have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you guys? And girls? Good. And people? Good. Me. I've been Doing taken well. down a notch so slightly. Yeah. <laughs> slightly demure. <laughs> I didn't think any of that was insulting. I thought no. it was a compliment. You are a smart ass. You really are. It's You're one of your in best fact one of characteristics. The best. <laughs> exactly. the best of all the smart asses. Exactly. Just had a feeling like we weren't recording, but we are recording. Oh, thank God. We yeah. would have missed that. Right? That energy. I got, Let, I got the, I got the intro again. right and everything. You did. Nope. I was so yeah. proud of you. Yeah. I'm pretty good like that. Um, <laughs> almost episode 50. He finally gets the intro right. <laughs> guys, it's almost episode no. 50. Holy know, shit. That's pretty wild. You know, this whole going weekly thing really escalated how soon we thought we would get to episode 50. Because before we were like, oh, by December. Like, nope. Yeah. Nope, definitely not by December. By by September. Yep. So, I mean, I I said it. We went weekly. We haven't officially announced it, but. Is this the official announcement? I think think we stumbled backwards into it, but. (laughs) You mean uh, I didn't spoil it on our monthly goob chat this time? (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's. That's Patreon, so they get they get the inside scoop a little bit earlier, which yeah. we'll talk about momentarily. But I think it's safe to say that we are now considered a weekly podcast until I fuck it up somehow. Until and, proven otherwise in a court yeah. of law. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to Dungeons & Dragons, the weekly D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. Now you're just showing off. Yeah. Yeah, it's right? doing Every it correct, week. just like bang, bang, bang. Twice, yeah. <sighs> Love it. Yeah, so good. Um, and speaking of Patreon, which we were before that. <laughs> to circle back. To circle to back. Circle to circle back. That. 
as they say in the executive industry, circle back, loop in, bring around. These are all I, buzzwords. Getting perilously close to yeah. something inappropriate. Yeah. I was going to say the reach around. That's the one, Amy. <laughs> yeah. There it is. <laughs> we're right there. We're, we're trying we to skirt no around it. We are perilously close. We are right on the nose. We are so, right there. Patreon. Somebody say something about Patreon because it's pretty awesome. Our patrons are the best. That is true. They really are. Uh, Well, I'd certainly agree with that. Yeah. So, listener, if you think you are also the best, you should be one of our patrons. (laughs) I mean, we only collect the best. Our listeners are also the best. Well, that's true. Yep. Yep. But on Patreon, for being the best, you get a whole bunch of cool stuff. That's true. Like bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, now we're weekly. So bonus episodes, that means you get like five episodes a month. Whoa. That's, that's a lot, a lot of, of us. That's more of us than. Quite frankly, I care to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I started glad to our say listeners that think and then differently. I thought, right? no, we're supposed right? to be trying to convince no. people to do no, this. No, we're going to pull the Amy and just drive right over the edge. <laughs> yeah. So part of those bonus how episodes, how Tom, ran, Tom ran a full, a full arc of 11 episodes that's all up there, ready for you to follow in the lovely characters, Opal, Elia, and Night Hunter. Yeah, there wow, you go. you there almost forgot my character. I mean, it was my it's least favorite character. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. She was my favorite character. Uh, she, she was giving you shit. She, she was, was great. a very good character. And we understand that if you can't be part of Patreon, uh, that you too are a wonderful and fantastic person. Yeah, we still think you're the best. And super good looking. Yeah, no, that's totally all good. Yeah, uh, we totally understand that. Um, If there's other ways that you can support us by just talking about us on the internet or to your to your your mailman. Yeah, uh, tweet tweeting us out and whatnot. How the Twitter works. Or or if you don't like yeah, if you don't like contact with people in the real world, you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, also that is nice. Nice segue Mm -hmm. there, Tom. I like that. Fuck it, guys. Let's play D&D. Oh, we are going to play today. It's happening. So you guys find yourselves in the docking station for the airships. And Flamikins has just screamed down at you. Hey, guys, I'm going to be an air pirate. Flamikins? Yeah. I'm going to fly around in the skies. Oh, yeah. You flying with us, girl? I don't know where you're going. Uh, Help, I need an adult. I don't know where I'm going. Some tower, I can't remember the dude's name. The, yeah, hold on. Zonthal? Zonthal? Zonthal! Yeah. Zonthal! We're going Zonthal. to Zonthal's tower. It's surrounded by a magical barricade. Yeah. And like Killing. a killer garden. A ki- yes. Yeah. A killer garden. Uh, yes, Zonthal's tower. Yeah, with uh, a magical maze. And you can't fly over it and you can't tunnel under it. Yeah. Nobody ever makes it out alive. Why are you, you whispering? I'm all the way up here. Oh, sorry. And where nobody makes it out alive. You into it? Well, that sounds dangerous as fuck. I don't know where it is, but I bet you the captain does. What's your job up there? Um, I, I'm, uh, I haven't told them that I'm here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So Classic Flamikins. Uh, gonna have to break that to her shortly, I think. Yeah. Come on up! Is there a, a rope ladder or stairs? How yeah, do we how ascend do we? to the Do we get beamed up? This? Yeah, there's a rope ladder right there, guys. You look, and okay, there's a I rope cl- ladder right there. Oh. I climb up the rope ladder. <laughs> Ditto. I wasn't asking her. In-game, I obviously know how to get in an airship. <laughs> no, it's in-game now. <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> we no longer talk out of no. game. It's oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm coming up. Climb the rope ladder. You climb up into the airship, and you are greeted by a... Excited Flamykins, uh, who says, Yeah, let's just escort you over here to the captain because I belong here. <laughs> and we'll just see I mean, if it you're, works. You're with us now. You don't need, like, it's fine. Oh, Chief yeah. Steward Flamykins. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, hey, which one <laughs> of you is the captain? Everybody kind of looks to you and they just point up to the top like a top deck on the on the ship there and there's a a human female who's looking down at a map. Well, let's go talk to her. I walk up and I say, "Ahoy, matey." <laughs> Love it already. Can I help you? Yeah, no, we need to go to um Zonthal's, Zonthal's tower. tower. We're we're looking to get to Zonthal's tower. We're hoping you can give us a ride. Um uh y- okay. 
Uh, you know, that's like right in like getting into cult territory there, right? That's the whole idea. Oh, let it, maybe we should introduce ourselves. Maybe that will clear it up. I'm new Laura. I'm Thea. And uh, Flint. Because we're famous now. Flamekins! She says, oh, right. Sorry. Yes, of course. Don't know Flamekins, but... She's the best. The, the she three is of you, the best. She's the best. Thaddeus is like, yeah, I'm Thaddeus, too. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Thaddeus is there, too. <laughs> oh, I and, forgot uh, Thaddeus. You guys, yeah, you guys invited me. Fuck. Yeah. I was like, we, like, down, went by his house and he wasn't home. No, it was Flamekins who wasn't home. Flamekins and he wasn't there. And uh, what, what's your name, Captain? Captain Catherine Neff. Can I call you a cat? Yeah, sure. Ah, oh, thanks. I like that it's Cat Neff. Cat It's like Katniss, but with a lisp. Katniss Everdeen. Captain Catherine Neff. Uh, pleasure to meet you all. Ple- nice to meet you as well. When when do you think we can leave? Uh, well, we're just getting our fleets ready uh, to go about Faerun and try and find any any people that we can bring back here. Um, as you can see, and you look around, and there's there's a ton of ships. Like there are at least fifty ships, um, which is a lot of airships to be all in one place. A lot of um, she says uh, we're kind of just be, we're going to be going out in the fleet and spreading off as we go, as it's safe. Your stop. Zonthal's tower, and she points to a map, would be the both the farthest we'd want to go. Um, so we'll see how it gets as we get uh, as we get closer to there. We may have to drop you a little bit before that, but we'll figure that out as we go. As long as that's all right with you, as you're the captain, close as we can get. <gasps> hey, are we and the captain are we going to make it happen? I am the captain now. Sorry, yes, Flamekins, no. I interrupted right. you. I don't, I don't know. I just didn't understand why Flint wants to be the captain now. <laughs> I mean, I was going to try and make my move right there, but... Uh, <laughs> all right. You and me, Captain, we'll talk later, all right? What, Flamekins, you didn't see Captain Phillips? Come on. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. And uh, it was very intense. So, you know, you try and block intense memories. All this movie chat, we're going to turn into a movie review podcast. Yep. I mean, we're not there already, but all right. <laughs> uh, Captain Neff says, uh, if there's, if you, you can make yourselves at home below or just hang out up here. I mean, the, the trip will probably take a few days uh, to get down there. So as long as you can help out, you're welcome aboard. Sure. What can we help out with? Well, nothing right now, but. All right. Fair we'll, enough. We'll we'll be yep. Okay. Well, that's your answer forever. So. Yeah. <laughs> I only offer you had one chance. Yep. yep. You guys are just killing time until you go. No, there's no. Yeah. Oh god. Does it I mean, is it a um is there a lot of diversity in the airships or is this like it's basically the same as the other one? No, there's like, Is it worth checking out? Sure. Is this one cooler? Uh this one's this there, this one's Is there a lab cool. in the bottom? A lab? Yeah. Like a science lab? Yes. Uh yeah, I don't know. Go check. Okay, I go and explore. Do I have to roll for science lab? No. Investigation? No. no, but I can't tell you if there's a science lab if you're standing on the deck. Fair enough. I go below. Okay, you're going below. Uh, Nulara, you're looking at what the what the ship looks like? Yeah, like how big is it? Because I pictured the other one not... Like there was yeah. just a few of us on it, right? Francis's ship was more like a like a tugboat? a few people sailboat type of thing. Yeah. So it had yeah. enough Pleasure room craft. for everybody to sleep in a small galley. This one has it looks like like fifty people that crew this one ship. So it's okay. quite a massive ship, and there are varying sizes of ships all around. But this one is quite large, and it has um, a large sculpture of a bear on the front, um, and large airship balloon above um and it's crafted from nice petrified wood and rich mahoganies and whatnot i was just rich mahoganies yeah mm-hmm. yeah all throughout petrified wood is extremely heavy how does this affect the buoyancy like the air magic oh right i love D because whenever you need an explanation or something it's just magic magic, just magic. we live in a high magic world 
Can I go look at that bear and see if there's an explanatory plaque or anything? You love you love a good explanatory plaque. Love, Who doesn't? love an explanatory plaque. Like if they had QR codes in D&D, yeah. Carla would be snapping all those on her fucking phone. It would be. Do you have an audio tour I can listen to? <laughs> to walk around the ship? Or... <laughs> so you're going to go look at the bear. You're down below. Flint, what are you doing? Uh, is there like a crow's nest or anything up at the top that I can go like stand out and look at like one of those old timey like telescopes with? Oh sure, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a spot that's exactly described as what you were looking for. So you climb up the ladder. Perfect. There's one uh, one gentleman up there, and he, uh, as you step up up to the top, he kind of jumps. He's like, "Hey, oh, who? What are you? Who? Who are you? And what are you doing here?" Uh, name's Flint. I uh, just wanted to come have a look around. Flint can't beat this view. Flint, Flint the Firebeard. Uh, Flint Firebeard. Yep, that's my name. Oh snap! Nice to meet you there, sir. <laughs> uh, n- nice to meet you, too. What's your name? Ah, Cyril. Well, Cyril, I'd shake your hand, but clearly you're busy with all those ropes. <laughs> he looks at his hands. He's like, I, j- I, j- I do have ropes. What are you doing up here? <laughs> yes, and... <laughs> Uh, I just came up for a look. I always, uh, always like that top view that you can't get anywhere else. Oh, you can't like no other. This is why I hang out way up here. And he's like, "Here, help me with these ropes." And he throws you the ropes. And I do whatever he needs me to do with those ropes. <laughs> it's like, just... do I lower them? Do I coil them? I have no idea. Lots but of I do knots. It. Yeah. Ooh, lots yeah. of knots. Yeah. Yep. Lots. You see him as you start tying knots. He just kind of is rope wrapping it around, just coiling it up. And he's like, what are you what are you doing to my rope? I thought uh, thought a good dwarven knot would be a, a good one for this rope. Oh, okay. Well, you do you, man. Um, yeah, no. Anytime you want to come look at the view, I got the the looky looky loo device there. That's what we call it in this universe. Uh, yep, that's the one. I love it. Uh, well, yeah. Let me have a <laughs> let me have a look at this year Lucky Lou device. It's like the almost the creepiest name you could have chosen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we call it the Voyeur device. Oh, do we? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's I'm uncomfortable with it, but I'm on board still. <laughs> pointed into the staterooms of one of the other airships <laughs> that's docked nearby. Hey, Cyril, you freak! What's going on up here? <laughs> Well, there's a reason only I'm up here usually by myself. <laughs> Gross. Okay, <laughs> swallow your water. <laughs> Dumb dragon fart hashtag. Oh, that yeah. one would have got me too. My tongue is numb from holding the, the bubbly, bubbly water. water. The bubbly water for so long. Uh, burning my tongue. That was a lot of real good, like, one right after the other. I kept trying to swallow the water, and then you're like, we call this a voyeur device, and I lost it. Uh, also, uh, so yes, I disgusting the, name. The I used You're the creepily named Looky Lou, and uh, where am I looking, Russ? I don't know. Which way are you looking? Uh, we'll say south. I'm looking south. Uh, you can see, you look to the south, and you see a stream of caravans that are coming up the coast and into Waterdeep. Um, varying sizes, and uh, looks like they've got tattered wear, like they've been traveling for quite a while. Um, some of them have, like, scorched caravans, uh, scorched vehicles, uh, as you could say. Do I notice any, like, symbols or anything that I might recognize on these caravans? Mm, nothing of note, really. No no major no major cities insignias or groups insignias. Like there's no, yeah, like, dwarven clan insignias or anything on these? No, not that you can tell from where you're looking. Does it seem, like, bedraggled, like a refugee caravan kind of thing? Most of them, yeah. Okay. Like, they've okay. come, come perhaps from either from battle or from, yeah, es- escaping cities that have been attacked. That's kind of the attire and uh, state that you, you see these groups in. All right. While you're hanging out there with Cyril Lucky Lou, uh, what did, okay, you're going down underneath. Yeah. Uh, so you head down to the to the body of the ship. I don't know what ships are called. I should have looked up ship names. 
We've been, on, body. An, we've been <laughs> on enough Shit ships body. that I actually think I'd figure this out. But yeah, you get down and there's several levels. So like this. the hull? Is the hull yeah. the hull would be like the out. Oh, the, the outer outside, like, Okay, right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll call body. it Body. I'm pretty sure it's body. So, I think it's body. Yeah. Yep. Body. <laughs> so you walk past like the, the galley and some quarters and there's like a common room where it looks like people are set up just to kind of rest. If they were so, desi- if they so desired, and you no go down, one's in there, is there? Uh, nobody's in there currently. They're all they should all be bustling working. about yeah. getting ready. I was going to bust someone's ass if they were in there. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, nobody's in there right now. Okay, um, and you go down to the next level, and uh, there is uh, what were you looking for? Science lab, a lab. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a weird thing Duh, to find. Secret on a lab. Ship, but, yep. Um, Okay, yeah, you go down to the second level, and it looks like more just storage areas. Um, And then you go down to the third level, and just roll me a d20. First, do better. It's fucking two. Uh, And there's a secret science lab down there. (laughs) It's not secret, Um, but there is some sort of, it looks like a laboratory or some sort of magical alchemical area and then there is of course some someone in there i was like yeah yeah who who do i see man woman it is child prodigy it's woman woman hey there um and she's working with some 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 things and uh she looks up and she says oh welcome welcome who what what are you doing down all the way down here miss Thea. Th- Miss Thea. Miss Thea? Of the... Of the, the things? In the in the save... This people saving people? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm the owl in that group. You don't look like an owl. Oh, yeah, but I'm wise. Hmm, we'll see. <laughs> no, we probably won't. What you working on here? <laughs> oh, I'm just getting some, uh... Some, some armaments ready. You know, just in case we need to battle the cult. Are are you are you creating them with alchemy? I and magic. Uh, I don't Can know you why. Teach me. I don't know why you're saying them like that, but yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I I have um, I, magic. I I have I I you know I I know I know a little bit of magic, but I've never dealt with any sort of alchemy or potions really before. Mm. Can you show me some? Mm. Mm. We do have a bad track record with potions. So. Yeah, that's mm. true. So if I could know a little more about them, that'd be great. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. She beckons <laughs> Russ you. Is like, oh, I can't believe it's taken this turn. <laughs> that's okay. Now I have to teach her about potions. So she shows you what she's working on, and it looks it looks more or less uh, like a round sphere. It is a round sphere with a hard exterior. And she's like, so what you do is you take one of these and she lifts one up and it's very heavy, plunks down. Um, And you put some chemicals in there, some things, some ingredients. And then when you fire it, blows up. (laughs) So you're making cannonballs? Yeah. (laughs) But, But ones that blow up. All right. Do you, want to, do you want to know which kind? Yeah. All right. So she begins Tell showing me more. <laughs> she begins showing you all the various directions and ingredients on how to make these explodey cannonballs, and it's glorious how much information you gain from that. So um, in fact, so much so that you feel that you know how to, with a proper roll, build a an explodey cannonball. Ooh, I'm gonna call it an explodey ball. So whenever you're crafting an explodey ball. You have to roll a DC 16 using your wisdom modifier. Roll a D12. D20. Can't get higher than. have a hard time beating a 16 if you only roll a D12. That's true, but I swear you said D12. I I said a DC 16, difficulty class of 16. Oh, I'm confused. Roll a difficulty class 16. So you have to beat, you have to 16 or greater in making it. If you don't get 16 or greater, if it gets like much lower, it may just blow up. If it gets, like, anywhere in the middle, there will probably be, like, a minor inconvenience that comes along with it. Like, either it doesn't work or it does something that you don't want it to do. 
Neat. Yeah. I'm glad you I dyes have. your skin yeah. yellow. You know. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. So you've uh, you've learned this. Cool. Great. Back. Uh, and what is your name? Uh, yeah, my name. Coming up with a whole bunch of names this game. My name is Mary Ellen Donnell. It's very nice to meet you, Mary Ellen. Very nice to meet you too, Thea. You use this explody ball thing for good, okay? Oh, you betcha. I should have probably, you know, given you a test or something before. That's <laughs> nah, all good. Giving you all this very important information. Okay. I'm she's, trustworthy. She's famous. Yeah, exactly. It's all been a long con just so she could get this explody ball recipe. Totally. Totally. Uh, so, okay. So by this point, we're going to say that as long as you guys don't need anything in Waterdeep, we have set off now. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I don't think uh, I don't think I need anything. Mm -mm. I no. think we got on the ship with the intent yeah, of ready yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so the entire airship fleet moves out, and uh, Nulara, you're up looking at this carving of this bear. Um, yes. You don't see any sort of plaque around it. Okay. How how big is it? Like life size? Like bigger than me? Uh, yeah, it's a fairly large ship, so it's it's much bigger. Yeah, it's probably I would say the size of a large bear so much bigger is than it just you. like a masthead thing that i don't actually need any explanation for i mean <laughs> it's like, I, it is it a mast like, it is a masthead thing yeah it's so. like how they had mermaids on yeah yeah is someone wandering past uh yep yep there's a, an older guy swabbing the deck so that hasn't really advanced very far in his airship career hey? he's no. still swabbing the deck as a senior yeah it's all right yeah. it's his post-retirement job i'm sure exactly um okay i'm is he, how close is he to uh, me? He's like right beside you. Oh, okay. Hey, excuse me. Yeah, 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 yes. What's the, what's the story with the bear? Why a bear? The, well, the name, name of the ship here is, uh, and a few others go by, uh, uh, well, very similar names within the fleet here, but this is the bear totem ship. So there are different totem ships within our fleet and, uh, ours. Is uh, graced by the power of the bear. It's one of the strongest ships in the fleet. Uh, well, okay. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I don't really need to know more than that. I'm going to keep wandering around and looking at things. All right. Uh, Do you maybe, like, critique his swabbing abilities? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I'm, like, kind of filthy, so probably okay. not. Okay, all right. I don't think Nulara's, like, a fastidious individual. You, What's Thaddeus and uh, Flamekins doing? Uh, Flamekins is like trying to work her angle on the uh, the ship captain you see over to uh, like give up her captain <laughs> title. You, you, you overhear little bits like "I'm a great pirate, I know how to do things," and things like "I'd clean the decks," and things like "I'll just hang around and it'll be okay." <laughs> it's getting like less and less responsibility as it goes. And Thaddeus is, uh, he he's appears to be, have found some older guy, you know, someone of like-minded spirit. And he's just, he seems to be yeah, token up a little bit. Uh, just taken in the sights. Uh, you guys are, you, you have left Waterdeep and you are traveling south towards your final destination, Zonthal's Tower. Um, and you've been uh, traveling for about a day, and many of the airships have split off at different cities as you've passed. Um, some uh, some look like they have been more or less untouched. Others look like there have been raids or attacks that have happened there. Um, so they go in and drop down and, and help out and remove people and bring them back to Waterdeep as they so need. After the second day, you're traveling over the High Moor, which is uh, just before you get to the Serpent Hills where you guys were. Everybody make a perception check. Oh, no, I aimed it, y'all. <laughs> this dice rolls fucking weird. All the edges smooth, are rounded. Yeah. It's almost a sphere. Oh, interesting. And so when oh, it rolls, it's like this way, this way, this way, this way. I got an 11. I got a 21. I got a 6. 21. Uh, so you're passing over a a forested area. And by this point, you're reaching 
uh, more or less the tail end of your journey. The rest of you don't aren't really paying attention to the area that you probably should be paying attention to. But Nulara, you are hanging out near the back of the ship um, and you see a fireball erupt out and out of the forest. What do you do? I yell, fireball, we're being attacked, we're being attacked. Uh, Everybody turns and begins. There's a huge commotion of people looking and um, Cyril up in the crow's nest. He's like, oh, shit, I wasn't paying attention. Um, as the fireball hits one of the other airships and it explodes and erupts and falls to the ground. And out from the forest, you see a red, a black, and a blue dragon emerge from the forest line and begin following behind. There are four airships, including yours, following behind those. And we are about to enter what's called a skills challenge. We haven't oh, done a skills challenge again. in forever. We haven't done a skills challenge in a while. So, Are there any chickens on the ship? There are no chickens that you have seen on this ship. For those playing the home game and those here that don't remember what a skills challenge is, uh, it is a test of skills. So it's a role-playing Wow, encounter, you really explained it. <laughs> uh, where we roll an initiative and the players have to meet six successes before three failures. And if you make the successes, good things happen. If you hit the failures first, oh, bad things happen. So we'll roll initiative and see what happens here. Fuck this dice. 18. Nine. 14. Nope, 15. Uh, plus oh, your initiative. Oh, 11. Number. Uh, 10. 18. Oh, gosh. 15. 14. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, Nulara, you are up first, which is fitting... Because you saw the fireball happen. So, three dragons following behind. On top of them, you see a um, varying number of cult- three to five cultists uh, on top of each of them. And they are approaching in behind the two tailing ships. You are in two of the front ships. Um, so, they are coming up just behind the other ships. Um, one of the ships has obviously exploded. Um, but it looks like they're going to attack those two back ships first. So on the on the ship, uh, it does have armaments. Um, uh, there are many people. But, sorry, I totally remember the other one with the throwing chickens and whatnot. Yeah. But were we doing that because, like, we can't use our normal weapons? Like, why were we doing that? Um, why would well, we not designed, just do something it's, normal? It's designed to, I mean, you can do something normal, but um, it's designed, like, to utilize a skill you might not otherwise utilize and just to earn, figure out a way to make that skill make sense in whatever attack or whatever positioning you are doing in order to succeed at something. Right, 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 right. So, so I'm if supposed you, to be using my skills. That's why it's a skills exactly. challenge. Exactly. Like my skills from my character yes. sheet, not just mm-hmm. like my skills. No. With a Z, yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, okay, I am going to... How far would you say these dragons are from us? Uh, from... If they're behind two ships that are behind yep. us, how far is that? They're about 100 feet from you. So they're about 20 feet kind of closing in on the ships behind, and then so total of about 100 feet from where you currently are. Now, you don't have to do something that necessarily uh, hurts or, you know, does damage to the dragon. You just have to think from a um, a positioning standpoint. Do you need people to get into position? Do you need something on the ship to happen? Do you need to... I mean, I would think, like, clearly the ship has, like, cannons or something. Like, they were making magic cannonballs. Yep. But... Um, am I, like, I don't know that I know how to use those things, though, right? Because I probably don't. I don't even know if I know there's magic cannonballs. Do you have, Thea probably told me, because we were hanging out all the time. You've been traveling for a couple days. I'm sure it would have come up that Thea now knows how to make magic cannonballs. Do you have persuasion or anything like that? Because you could... Oh, no. Well, I mean, everybody has I mean, yes, I do, but it is not a strong skill. Right. It is a low skill. But, like, for example, you can use a skill to, like, rally the troops into... Or, like, if intimidation, you can, like, use that as, like, a... 
like a way to like bolster their like yeah, telling sure. them how how shit's getting real right now and everybody better fucking be on their game get to those cannons or whatever sure what if what if new lara just did like a bunch of jumping jacks and everyone was like super impressed with her <laughs> athletic prowess and then like rallied because of that well, have a, a combination of those two things because athletics is one of my very good skills. Um, but I'm at the back of the ship and I just saw it and it's a huge ship. So since I don't know how to work the weapons and stuff, what if like I've already yelled to alert everyone, yep. but I just like take a lap of the ship like there's dragons, but like telling people what's going on. So that everyone knows what's going on if they, you know, like didn't hear me yell or don't understand what kind of threat we're facing. Sure. Yeah. You so. Uh, so as you running about, yeah, you you do see people kind of looking over the side, trying to get a view of what has happened. Some see the wreckage down below. Some don't see the dragon based on where they are. So as you're running, what do you say? And then we'll make the roll to see how well it succeeds or doesn't succeed. Uh, I say, there's three dragons behind us. We're under attack. There's three dragons behind us. We're under attack. I'm very repetitive. Yeah, sure. But I want everyone to like, that's sure. the basic information. It's a we clear, strong message. It's a clear message. Uh, yes. So you are trying to, you're not trying to intimidate. You're not trying to, pers well. I'm using at my athletic oh, right. skill. Because you're Because bolting. I'm running sure. and yelling. Yeah, okay. Very, very yeah, quickly. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm running and waving my arms and not getting out of breath because I'm in very, very good, good shape. Right? Well, we'll see <laughs> we'll how see good how shape good. you are in. <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs> so I just roll and then add my athletics. You betcha. Okie dokie, smoky. Fuck. I am a little out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> just a little winded. Because I only got an 11. Okay, we'll say but that. You should have a huge athletics bonus. I do. That's with. Oh, my that's bonus. with. Oh, I all right. A three. Wow. I have okay. plus eight to Ooh. athletics. We'll say based on your your little RP sessions at the beginning, everybody picked up an inspiration point. Um, so okay. that is a, a point at which, before I tell you if you succeeded or failed, you can choose to re-roll if you so desire. I would like to re-roll. So you use your inspiration. That was, yeah, that was a bad. That was a bad roll. Okay, that is a better roll. That is a sixteen. Uh, yeah, so you definitely, as you're running through it, uh, it doesn't seem to take much uh, to get everybody's attention and snap them out of whatever shock they're in, and they are beginning to move to where they need to be as far as battle stations. So we'll go Flint. Okay, uh, you said there is a blue, a red, and a black dragon? A blue, a red, and a black dragon is what I said, yeah. Okay, uh, so I'm assuming at this point, like, people are manning the weapon stations and other things like that? Um, it appears so, yes. Um, okay. After Nulara runs around, yeah, people are moving to where you assume they need to be. So the dragons have kind of overpassed the back ships now, and uh, one of them, the blue one, is firing its lightning breath at the back ships. Um, and then the black and the red are headed up towards your ships. So they're about 50 feet out at this point. Okay. Um, I would like to roll a history check, okay. um, to see if I can remember traditionally how dragons will move, like how they will dodge if things are fired at them. Like maybe they are predominantly like they juke to the left or dip down or something like that. And if I can coordinate uh, these knowledges with our attackers, maybe they can, like, fake the dragon out so it will, like, dive down and then have a second person aiming a little bit lower to hit said dragon. Sure. So, right. okay, yeah, yeah, make your history check there. Does that, make, does that make enough sense? Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Well, I don't know if it makes perfect sense, but <laughs> <laughs> I see, that seems very kind. Uh, that is a 25. Yeah, you Damn. certainly know uh, the fighting styles of, at the very least, the black and the red style dragons. Uh, so explain to me, knowing this information, what you do in order to get the cannons that are currently positioned sideways in the ship shooting out with dragons behind you. So how you coordinate that with the people either driving the ship or firing the cannons. 
Uh, I get uh, Captain Neff to turn a little bit to the left so that the cannons are better lined up towards the red and black dragons. Okay. And I inform the uh, cannon operators as to the fact that red dragons will traditionally dive down if they see a projectile coming towards them. So we get the first volley to fire where they are, and the second volley that fires you know, immediately after to fire a little bit on a lower trajectory sure. to try and nab that red dragon as it dives out of the way. Sure. So yeah, Captain Neff uh, begins turning the ship as the dragons are closing in behind, um, and... Um, you hear her, she, there's like a, a ship horn that she can communicate with the people down below. Um, and she relays this information and the first volley goes off and you're correct in the fact that the red dragon dips down and the second volley quickly follows behind it. And that dragon takes three huge hits and it begins to go down to the ground. Like it, uh, it is, it doesn't look like it's out, but it is gone down way lower and farther away from where you are currently. Yeah. Hey there, I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 47 of Dungeons & Dragons, titled The Jet Stream to Xanthal's Tower. If you'd like to support us directly, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. There we are loading so much great content, like monthly bonus episodes, fortnightly character sheets that you can take and use for your own games, and a ton of other great rewards and perks. With our Patreon community supporting us, we've been able to upgrade some of our hardware and cover some of the costs to go to podcast to coming up in January. We really can't wait for that and hope to see you there. So we hope you give us a chance and check us out on Patreon to see if there's a place for you within the community that works for you. Again, that's patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And if you aren't able to support us through a monetary pledge, we totally get that. And we appreciate you listening 100%. Uh, the biggest thing that you can do if you uh, if you can't join us over there, which is totally fine, is to support the show in other ways, like share the link to the show on social media, tell your friends about us, uh, talk about us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram whenever you see a post like, hey, who's your favorite D&D podcast? Maybe we are, hopefully. Uh, you can share us to those people as well. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to get the show out to everybody. So thank you for doing that. And all of our social media links can be found at dumbdragons.com. So go check out the website and join, follow, or like where you can today. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. The next episode will be out next week, though. August 8th. Hey, did you hear? We're officially a, a weekly podcast now. Crazy, right? Let's get back to the episode, though, and see if the adventurers have any skills left. You have a great week. We'll talk soon. Thea. Um. <laughs> Thea uh, is going to go down and see. Oh, gosh, what was her name again? Mary, Mary Ellen. Ellen. Mary Ellen. Thank you, Mary Ellen. And um, she's going to pull out a leather-bound book that she kept from her old scribe days. And there's actually, uh, inside are some ingredients for a much more potent explosive um, inside. So she's never had any... Any sort of, like, she didn't know of any vessel that could contain the material uh, together. But now that Mary Ellen has shown her this, um, Thea's going to go down and make some of these special explody cannons. Okay. What are you using to do this? Wisdom? Arcana? What are you Arcana. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to use my Arcana. Okay. <laughs> Come on, weird spherical D20. <laughs> that is 18. Uh, so, yeah, you and Mary Ellen begin whipping up these super potent explodey bombs. Explodey balls, thank you very yeah. much. And we'll say you are you are getting them prepped and lined up and uh, some of the other... I get flamekins to sure. haul them back and forth because everyone else... Are they safe? Oh, uh, yeah, girl, you good, you good. Okay. <laughs> 
I hope my magic chaos bolts don't fire off when I'm carrying one of these. Why would that happen? She out of the room carrying them. Oh, I made a poor choice. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to the top. New Laura. Uh, so the red dragon has been knocked down with three of these uh, cannonballs. And it looks like it's kind of coming up and in front of the ship now. The black dragon is up over top. And you see its mouth... Um, Looks like it's charging its breath. Your turn. Okay, I am going to use my... Man, my skills are so amazing for this. You got skills. Sure I do. <laughs> well, you can <laughs> yeah. use any of them. It's just yeah. you won't have like a super duper I, I bonus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which doesn't seem like the best the best use uh okay i am going to use my perception to see if so sorry the red one is in front now the red one yeah is coming up front like it's you know kind of cresting up so it's not yet in front but it that you look over and you see its trajectory and that's where it's going so they're kind of cut off this ship okay and who's uh who is charging up the black dragon who is behind i thought you said on top well like up and he's not like resting on top but like behind and above Mm. sorry i am going to yeah okay good uh the black one i'm going to use my perception to see if i can spot his you know that one fatal flaw that all dragons have (laughs) on the (laughs) other side of them yep okay (laughs) I would like to see if I can see that so that um, I can get one of the super talented archers that is standing beside me to shoot it in that spot. Okay. So that is a 19. The black dragon flaps its wings and exposes its underside as it's about to unleash this breath. Um, and you see like a glowing spot on its chest where you think would probably be a, a, a tender spot. It's um, the dragon heart. We all know that. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, where you think that if it were struck, it would probably do some damage. Uh, okay. So I tell is. <laughs> Is there, there's a super wickedly trained archer beside me, right? Naturally. That I give the, like, elbow to and say, like, (laughs) I love that it's a glowing spot, but only I can see it. Whatever, it's fine. He doesn't know. Well, it's like, it's not like, like glowing all the time, (laughs) but there's like a flash. And it's like that one spot and you happen to see it as it was like charging up and about ready. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Um, he's just really not paying attention. No, I'm just kidding. Hi, my name is Harold. Yeah, he's an excellent shot. Shoot, he's not good at noticing. Shoot the archery. It's fine. He yeah. just needs to be told where to shoot. People have different skills. Um, so I tell, I tell Harold <laughs> where where to aim his his bow so he can try and and hit the dragon and hopefully stop that. Well, at least stop that charge up of that breath weapon that we probably really don't want to get attacked with. So you point uh, point this out to Harold, and Harold had his bow knocked already, ready to take a shot, but sees where you were directing him and lets loose his arrow. Uh, I mean, you succeeded. That's okay. Let's loose his arrow, and it impales into that spot, and the dragon lets out a, a, a loud roar, and instead of dropping its head down to release its breath weapon, fires its acid breath up into the air, and begins to kind of fill the sky above, but doesn't fall down onto the ship. Flint. Okay. The red dragon is now up in front, and the black dragon has just been struck. Behind you, the blue dragon has taken out one of the other ships. Okay. Um, Does the red dragon look like it's breathy time or? (laughs) Um, It's just getting up in front and kind of turning around and positioning in front. But you can't tell at this moment. Okay. Um, How about that blue dragon? You said it just took down a ship? Yeah, it looks like with its lightning breath, it took down one and now is on top of the air, the balloon of the second ship behind. So there's still... Three ships that are up, including yours. 
And how far away is this blue dragon now? You, you've kind of slowed your your how fast. Well, you're and we going. kind of turn sideways. And too, you turn so. sideways, so you're going. I'd say it's probably like thirty feet out from where you are. So you guys are okay. getting in pretty close proximity as all the ships are swirling, trying to take down some of these dragons. Uh, I uh, see a, a pile of rope next to me on the deck, and I tie one end to the railing of the airship and one end to my dwarven thrower. And I throw my hammer at the uh, foot of the blue dragon, but miss ever so slightly uh, in the attempts that it will go around the foot and then return back to me, thus snaring the foot of the dragon and dragging it a little bit away from the ship that it's currently on top of. Okay. And I will, I guess, roll a... Uh, athletics for that? Uh, that sounds athletic, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that would be better, but... I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, athletics. Well, athletics is strength. Acrobatics? I'd say acrobatics. Yeah, something dex-based. Dex. Yeah. Okay. Because right. yeah, you're trying roll. to aim rather than like brutally knock it down. Right? Yeah, it's a finesse shot more than a power exactly. shot. Uh, come on, acrobatics. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to use my lucky rabbit's foot, uh, which has an extra 1d4. Thanks for the gift. Yet? Have you used your inspiration? Uh, I have not. Oh, I had okay. a pretty good roll, so okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna tack on a little bit here. I okay. think, uh, and I'm gonna add four to that, so that's a 19. You let loose your dwarven thrower, and it goes just kind of to the side. And yeah, like just around the foot, if you will. Sure. And then it uh, like around its leg. And as it returns back to me, it doesn't come straight back on a line. It, you know, has a little curve to it, sure. boomerang style. Yeah. Uh, so it, it goes around the dragon's leg and it doesn't like snare it. Like it doesn't drag it all the way back, but it's enough to like throw off its balance and sure. drag it a few feet. Yeah, that's exactly what Just happens. to give that other ship like a little bit of time. Yeah. So it pulls it off. We'll say it pulls it away enough from the balloon and dips down and lets the one the rear ship um, gets it into position so that they can let loose their cannons on it. And it does. Perfect. It fires it and is enough to drive off that blue dragon. Nice. Wow. Who would have thought a magical returning hammer would be useful, guys? Right? Right. It's very strange. Uh, Thea shouts up to the captain, "Um, what, what model is this ship? How is that pertinent to the current situation? <laughs> Damn it, Captain, it's important. We talking like the 42-B or whatever working over there? Definitely a, a frigate series 16-R. Well, Thea knows she's, she's going to use history uh, because she's... From all your time on ships? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of random reading as a scribe mm, in the library of the university. Yeah, I would true. board That's as true. shit in there. Yeah. Um, and Sia remembers reading that uh, there is a, um, a a special emergency defense mechanism for these ships uh, that actually casts a, a force field around it. <laughs> and the, and and she remembers that the button is located just underneath uh the the ship's steering wheel. <coughs> Roll for it. <laughs> captain Neff, not the best captain. I'm going to use my inspiration. This. Apparently this knowledge has been lost to the annals of time. Indeed. <laughs> Well, she's like, what? What's happening? Caught in a frenzy? Maybe she never... Fuck. <laughs> so, t- so tell me what you scream out to Captain Neff. I say... I say... What about the force fields? <laughs> and she stops with all the mayhem that's happening around her. She stops and she looks you dead in the fucking eye. And she's like, the fuck you talking about, bitch? Is this not a frigate series 2.0-7B? No. Oh, I just said 14-R. Oh, damn it. There are no fucking force fields. Never mind. 
Go back down and make your bombs. Let's see, it goes uh, back down. Hashtag and makes dumb her dragon bomb. fart, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That could have been good. Uh, Sorry, guys, I fucked up. Oh, this is our very last one, too. That was, the that was and I liked six. it. Yeah. You swung for the fences. That's your first fail, so you had five successes, one fail. New Lara, wow. the red dragon, looks like he's recharged his breath, and he's up in front. The black dragon is uh, has dropped back from the arrow shot. The blue dragon looks like he's sket- he's he's left because of the dwarven thrower cannonball incident. It's fair. Ships are circling themselves, kind of like just trying to get position on the dragons, keep position on the dragons. Okay, how far is the red dragon from the front of our ship? Uh, he's like hovering like right in front. So okay. between you and you're following the next ship, he's between you and that ship. I am going to... God. Why aren't there more animals on this ship? It would be really helpful. Um... <laughs> Do you need an animal? Um, I am going to... No, that doesn't make any sense at all, and I can't even pretend that it makes sense. So he had just tried to think there was a fucking you force field. You can't just conjure a force field. You actually can if you can roll high enough. I was going to say, I guess if you like, roll well enough. Okay, then I am going to uh, go. Mm, is the dragon like above us, in line with us, or below us? In line. Okay. Then I am going to, I remember now why we were throwing chickens and stuff. <laughs> Get real desperate in the skills challenge. Uh, I mean, because it's amazing. Uh, I am going to grab the two strongest looking people I see. And we're going to go to the front of the ship. <laughs> and For we're the greater good. <laughs> And we're going to try to um, push that uh, bear masthead onto the dragon. And I'm going to use my animal handling skill. (laughs) 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 She's handling animals. I love everything about this. I like it. Uh, It's good. We're getting weirder than I'm I'm on board in many ways. Okay. <clears throat> That's a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you, what is your sorry? What is your goal here? You're trying to push it onto like, the dragon it. that's yeah, in wanna, line with you. I want to bonk it so it'll like, you know, I want to hit it in like, the snoot so it doesn't spray us with its fire. Yeah. Probably coming out of a red. Yeah, dragon. so I imagine you guys would like rip it off the masthead and then hurl it. Sure, at the dragon. exactly. Okay, so you and with your animal handling, you and Hans and Franz. I am Hans. This is Franz. We will throw the bear. Yeah. Um, You go up there, and you somehow manage to animal handle this wooden sculpture and tear it off, and it is propelled forward and knocks into the dragon, which forces it to like it kind of knocks its concentration uh, long enough that the ship actually runs into it and spears into it. And the red dragon is holding on to the front of the ship. You hear Captain Neff scream from down below to fire everything. And the two cannons that are on the front release and these two extra potent exploding devices oh. explode into the red dragon that er- makes it explode off the front of the ship and knock it down to the earth below the black dragon seeing this now his blue friend and his black friend and the cultists on it kind of give it the old let's get out of here for now um, and regroup and come back later. You've won the skills challenge. Is the red dragon dead? Handling saves the day. 
Uh, you are uncertain <clears throat> if it is dead, but it has fallen and is lifeless, appearing just on the like, ground. Uh, I'm fell to the ground? Hopefully dead. Yeah. It looked like it had not a lot of movement in it. Like, perhaps it was at least unconscious when it was hit. You handled that animal. You sure did. Now we all just, like, do amazing high fives, because that is by far, by far, by far, our best encounter ever where a dragon has been involved. Yep. Yes. That's good. Uh, So, yeah, you are are cleaning up the the two other ships um, have gone to see if there's anybody in the wreckage of the of the fourth ship. Um, and you um, you set off still towards Zonthal's tower um, on your own now, um, but you travel for the rest of the day and you make it to a tower surrounded by what looks like a giant overgrown hedge maze. And around that hedge maze is a town. You ask about that, and Captain Neff says that is Zonthal's tower as well. They named the city after the tower, after Zonthal um, brought that tower up there. People flocked to it because it deterred people, deterred orcs and deterred raids from attacking because of the magic that was coming off of the tower. But you have made it to Zonthal's tower... And because uh, of how, you know, how the dragons had attacked you, you went right up to it. Um, and you land on the outskirts of the city of Zonthal's Tower. Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Killer garden. Not to be confused with a killer garden. Right. I didn't take any notes because the clickety-clack of me typing irritates Russ while he's editing. Yeah, it's like so loud. (laughs) So I don't take notes anymore because someone's sensitive. That's fair. Someone could invest in a pencil that's in As As someone who has no interest in editing this podcast, I can't blame Russ for that. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody has to edit one episode if they have anything to complain about. You'll never hear another peep from nope. me again. No, nope. <laughs> we will lose so many listeners. So you, uh, yeah, you, you, all of you are climbing the rope ladder. Yes. All right. Well, it's, unless there's another way to get into the fucking airship. I bust a hole through the side I mean, of the airship. Somebody's got levitation boots, but whatever. I yeah. only get to use those like once every so often, so I'm not going to waste well, them I getting mean, myself into a boat. The next huge encounter is going to happen before so often, so. What if it happened halfway as she was floating up into the airship? <laughs> I like it. And uh, what, what's your name, Captain? Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. And you yep. have a last name? Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, Captain. No, my name is is Catherine. Catherine. Uh, Captain S- Catherine Stormborn. Captain Stormborn Cat- again? No, that's a bad. <laughs> I don't know why that's my default. I don't know either. You've already had a Stormborn. Daenerys Stormborn. See, this is how much prep I've done today, guys. Captain Catherine Capsicum. Catherine Wheel. Catherine Captain Generator. Captain bum, bum, bum. Catherine. Catherine the Great. <laughs> yeah. Sounds familiar. I, like name. I don't want Hepburn. male and female. No. Uh, Captain. 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 Well, the name the name of the ship is the bear bear bearskin ship. <laughs> it's too bad you brought up that. That ship name generator. Too slow. And, and you didn't use any of the names. <laughs> they weren't good. You just said the first thing that came to your head. <laughs> well, the beauty of this audio podcast that is not live is you can say whatever you want. Would you like to try again? Uh, the Vancouver. No, nah, give the me Pocahontas. a second here. These are terrible Pocahontas. ship names. Pocahontas. Uh, none of them tied to It's the bear. Polka Haunt Us. Yes. Ah, okay, Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome. 
to be on the dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.